0: Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind.
1: This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the unexpected, strange, creative minds, or the strange creative ocean of uh, the creative mind, um, together with um, a good friend of mine, um, with Kenny Dreads. today with, without Dreads, but yeah, <laughs> here we go, hi Kenny! <laughs> Hiya! <laughs> it's great to have you on my show today and, and i still i still um so bad if it comes to the rant of the beginning i forget always the right words so so no i, mean, I wrote it down once and i should should have it in my mind but oh yeah come on you know we're all getting older <laughs> uh, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> yeah kenny kenny is a, <clears throat> is a is already a long-term friend of mine he's american and a uh, musician and, and probably other things as well. Uh, and he's 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 living, I think, between Ireland and America somehow. Like, like that, more in Ireland than in America. Um, I haven't seen him for a while. So I didn't chat with him actually a long time because COVID and all that. So we're going to do this talk via Skype because it's very awkward to do its <laughs> personal one-to-one thing. Yeah. Hey, man. Hi. Great to have you here. This is
2: fun, and thank you for showing me how to do a background of Skype. I never did that before.
1: Yeah, you're looking good with your background. What is it?
2: it you know, I, I follow Twitter. I'm on Twitter. That's the social network I like to use. And today, I can't remember who. I, I think I, I follow a woman called Anne Louise Avery. Anne Louise Avery on Twitter and she's very creative. She does this micro storytelling, but she always puts a photo or photos with each little micro story. And the stories are just Twitter, Twitter size, yeah. so they're very short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm okay. pretty sure this, and, and a lot of times I'll download a picture I like, and I'm pretty sure this came from one of her little micro stories.
1: Okay, looks great. I think,
2: it, looks... I think it's Oxford in 1880 or something like that, in
1: the autumn. Wow! 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 I love it. Cool, man. That's great. So I was, I was actually, I was trying to 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 find you your your account via via, via Kenny Dread uh, on Skype. That didn't work, and I found your your real name. What uh, what 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 is it? What is, it? it is Kenton Muschenheim? <laughs> At least you that being German uh, can
2: pronounce it properly.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine can you imagine,
2: me- can you imagine yeah. growing up in America with a name last name like that?
1: Well, how how do they pronounce
2: it? Mur uh, murkin musky musher, murkin I mean no one could pronounce it was so amazing <laughs> that as the years went by in the United States we had yeah. more and more uh, multiculturalism. And more yeah. and more people, let's say, from India or some Arab country where everyone has a really crazy long last name, yeah. like Ch- Chakarabatri or something. And <laughs> I, I'll never forget, I once was speaking to a um, customer service person on the phone. And instead of the usual, uh, Mr. mukin Mershin Merkin Murchin <laughs> she just said, how can I help you, Mr. Muchenheim Yeah. It's like. You know, years of multiculturalism had made it so people weren't freaked out by a very long ethnic last name. So yeah, uh, my mm-hmm. name is very old. The, the, the family was von Muschenheim, which you yeah. being German, understand means they were um, of the gentry or the minor nobility. But the problem was my ancestor, Heinrich von Muschenheim. Um, Heinrich
1: von Muschenheim. He- Heinrich,
2: von, Heinrich, thank you for the pronunciation tip. Heinrich von Muschenheim <laughs> attacked his local monastery with a gang. With what? And he, he, he did a raid, a guerrilla raid on his local monastery. Because, you know, the church was buying everybody's land and owning okay. everything and the, uh-huh. these small landowners were getting poorer and poorer where so was he, it in hessen
1: in Heschen. hessen 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 yeah hess okay yeah near when, up and and when a 1600 okay near 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 where i write down i will research it.
2: The, this is near um uh brownfels
1: brownsfeld
2: brown brownfels
1: brownfels brown brownsfeld yeah brownfels
2: In the county of Solms. S O L M S, S O L M S,
1: S Solms. I don't know. Solms.
2: That was the the big, big lord, the count. Okay. Okay. So my ancestor, Heinrich von Muschenheim, attacked his monastery with a gang of guys, (laughs) and they got caught.
1: How many people?
2: I, maybe it was, I don't know, it, maybe it was, you know, 10 guys or something. But they yeah. attacked it to rob it, you know, yeah. and maybe rough people up and scare people. But he got arrested, he got put on trial, and he was pronounced innocent because he didn't confess under torture. All
1: right.
2: And his, the only punishment was he wasn't allowed to leave the County Fonsomes. You know, he wasn't, They they didn't want him going far away, talking about how he'd been, Mistreated, or how his class of lower gentry were now so poor because the big lords and the church were basically buying everything up.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. So
2: it's. A, but he was the last of the von Muschenheims.
1: So who told you the story?
2: It. It. My. Interestingly, my grandfather found all this history.
0: Like what you hear so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. But
2: it was my mother's father, not my father's father. So my he my grandfather did the history of my father's family because my grandfather's German. So I'm German. I'm, was, yeah. See, yeah. you see, this Muschenheim is a very German name, but that's yeah. my father's family. My mother yeah. is Deutsch. So that's I, I'm double German.
1: Okay. So, German,
2: okay. German American, German American, on the German American. On, German, German. American. My father was second or third generation immigrant, but my mother is German. All she's right. from. She's from um, Düsseldorf. All
1: right, it's alive.
2: So yes, my mother lives in Kilkrahan, near the White House Pub.
1: Uh, all right, you see, I, 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 I didn't know that. You know. Yeah. Oh.
2: Yeah so but of course with this long german last name yeah. when i got into rock and roll it it i just called myself kenton that's my first name kenton yeah. so th- then when i started playing reggae music and smoking pot and lots of <laughs> marijuana and getting into the rastafari spirituality yeah, job, these, these guys <laughs> these friends named me kenny dread yeah. they when i started growing dreads a friend yeah. of mine started calling me Kenny Dredd.
1: Yeah. And
2: after that, that's it. That's that became my
1: music name. So so your your real name is um, Kenton, Kenton. So, so Kenton Muschenheim, that's 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 what's in your your American passport.
2: That's you know, in a, in a, in a, the black people of America say that's my government name. Their government the, name. That's my yeah. government name all right yeah. but there's another little story about my first name kenton yeah see see my parents when they were having the baby me they were running around with a guy as a friend called ken kaji ken kaji he was a japanese photographer <laughs> and they wanted to name me after this friend yeah. ken kaji but yeah. see in japan ken is just a word. It's not like related to names like Kendall or Kenneth or you know what I mean or Kenley. That or, we... or... Proper proper names for Ken, yeah. And, or in, Ameri- in in English, are Ken, usually Kenneth or Kennedy or Kenley or Kendall, right?
1: Or or just Ken. I mean, that's Ken and Barbie, isn't it?
2: Yeah, but that's not nobody's proper name. Nobody. I don't think very many people on the path on the birth certificate have just Ken. Some may. So anyway, they were trying to figure out what the proper name for Ken was, but because Uh my mother is German, they didn't want to name me Kenneth because, you know, they don't pronounce T-H so much in German. She said that, they said that the German relatives would all say Kenneth, not Kenneth, because they don't have the T-H sound. And they thought it would give me a mental problem if I heard some people in the family call me Kenneth, other people call me Kenneth. Yeah. Yeah. So they found this name, Kenton, and nobody in my family has ever said that word.
1: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm.
2: They no- nobody ever calls me Kenton in my family, ever. Not once in my life. It's just on my birth certificate.
1: All right. Okay.
2: So you yeah. know some some stories. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs>
1: no, I, I didn't know that. You know. So. so yeah. Nope. Interesting. Absolutely. So you so you grow up in, in America. Are you born in America or? Yeah. Yeah. Chicago. Born and raised in Chicago.
2: In Chicago. And did you live there over there? I grew, we we grew up there and then I lived there again uh, in my 30s. I went back to Chicago, but not related to growing up there. I went back for a woman and lived in the city. I grew up in the just outside of Chicago in the suburb, but very nice old suburb on the lake. Not like sh- suburb where every house looks the same. So I grew up in a, in the college town of Evanston, which is where a uh, big university is. It's just yeah. it's the first. It's just like Dunleary to Dublin. It's 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 pretty much part of Chicago. Okay. But it's, it's technically a, a suburb.
1: Okay. So and you you your mother she 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 yeah sure she was the, the, there as well in America in Chicago with you together and she yeah she 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 loved it as a job being over there i mean it was well
2: you know my my mom has lived you know she grew up in Germany, she raised three kids in America she worked then for almost twenty years in London and now she's retired to Ireland, so yeah. she's her life is like chunk, 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 chunk. You know, very lots of different places.
1: Yeah. But like, yeah,
2: so yeah. we, you know, we, we all grew up in, in one house, and then then it all changed after what we call high school in America, which they call Abitur Gymnasium so in, in Germany. So
1: in the so in the seventies, no? so you did your, your yeah. I grew up in the seventies, nineteen seventies. All right. So so you did your, 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 your high school in the 70s then. You yeah. Know, your graduation and everything as well So in, in Chicago. Yeah. All right. And then and then you moved? Then I went to university for two
2: years. And then I, that's where I really started rocking and rolling. And How old have you been a, there? I was two years at a, a nice, small, what we call liberal arts college in America. These are places where the bourgeois... Middle-class kids go and they drink a lot of beer and have a lot of yeah. sex and take history in English classes. And it's just yeah. great. It's, and you're away from your mom and dad.
1: It's oh, how, just, how, how old have you been at, at this time?
2: I went right out of secondary school. So I was 17 Six. or 18 and then for two years. And then this is when I really got into rocking because... And you are I,
1: you already used to play the, the guitar already.
2: Yes, I had been playing already for a few years in secondary school, guitar, and, and pretty serious. I was serious about music. Was, was, was a
1: guitar teacher or on your own?
2: I learned a bit from teachers, but I was pretty much self-taught on the guitar. Small, yeah. small lessons here and there to start. Well, and true. then I went up to university, to college, as we say, yeah. and I met these guys and we yeah. started a band. Yeah. And, and, and for two years at university, we were rocking at the college. And after yeah. two years, we were like, we got we to gotta go. We got to go into the big world and go to like New York or the East Coast of the USA and go for it, you know, rock it. So yeah. we all, all five dropped out of college together. We all left college at the same time. And we all went to Washington, D.C. Yeah. because it was near to New York. And yeah. we started, continued our, our music band there.
1: So with twenty in the age of twenty something like this.
2: Yep, exactly. Yep, yeah.
1: And and then and then then you start already with 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 gigging, was yes. twenty.
2: Yeah, gigging hard, rocking hard, uh, starting to play in New York, um, starting to play, you know, moving the East Coast of the United States, gigging and recording and the whole bit, and then it, it, it that that became a tsunami of activity for my whole 20s
1: i mean sure in your 20s you still have this 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 wild energy isn't it i mean for a couple of years
2: yes i had energy but i also was very lucky because washington dc it wasn't as an important a center as new york but in another way it was very important there was two musical movements going on in washington when i was living there and it's not i didn't move to washington to be part of these two musical movements but it was just pure luck pure lucky that yeah. i got there and they had the hardcore punk movement yeah and the black go-go funk movement at yeah. the same time
1: black go-go and, funk movement that sounds yep. very very interesting
2: is fascinating music, and on top of that, they had a lot of Jamaicans there. So yeah. I got into the reggae and the Rasta thing. So it was really three cultures, but important music moments of punk rock and and black funk. This, this is this, 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 is, this,
1: is, this, is this, 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 so, so you, you guys, you, you probably did a mix between punk rock and, and black funk, didn't you?
2: That's what I did. That's what we. That cool. was our. That was our specialty.
1: Cool, cool. Because,
2: because our band, what became once we moved to Washington, our groups became interracial, and we, and, and not only that, they be, we became, we listened so much to this go-go, funk music, and yeah. it, it was just mind blowing. Um, it was like. Yeah. It was so good. We just we were like we had to play it.
1: I mean, and it's it's great. You you can dance very well on it. I mean, I think, oh my god! I yeah. think uh, be, being yeah. on stage was just a big party, wasn't it?
2: It was incredible. It was an incredible uh, moment in time, and like you said, having the energy of being in your twenties, meeting these two musical movements again.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's. Wow, that's that's that sounds amazing i mean uh, uh I started actually with with twenty two twenty three making music quite late you know and and i've enjoyed it as well and i mean it it was great time but but you how many years have you have you been together with this with this with these guys
2: well, what happened was as I was telling my story the group that came from the college we went uh-huh. to washington and uh-huh. After about a year, it started to change. Like, different people came in, different people came out. Some of it wasn't wasn't so great. Some of it was, you know, amicable. Some of it was not amicable. Um, And then the group, then even to the point where uh, new new name, because like the singer changed. We changed singers and stuff. Group changed members and evolved over time. And this sure, con- like it l- this yeah. this continued the whole decade for me. But there was a through line, and the the first group, that group that came from the college, we are mm-hmm. we are on we are on Spotify. I'll send you the link on yeah. Spotify. Um,
1: yeah, dear listeners, what 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 we're gonna do? Like like always, um, I will put everything what what I get from Kenny uh, uh, into my um, description and if anyone is interested in in maybe youtube videos or whatever he, he can, yeah, I have uh, I have youtube
2: I have youtube links for you
1: That's great yeah. and, and 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 you guys you can you can listen to it so it's it's, it's great I mean so you you got material from the from the from the 70s or what is it From the 80s From the sorry, from, yeah. sure, sure from the 80s 70s was T-Rex I mean, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well 70s was also um punk and and um heavy funk not you know this is you know like funk funkadelic was in the 70s yeah and you know uh the gap band and Brick house and also disco you know in the 70s so there was a lot i mean come on the music how many different amazing musics of the 70s i actually missed I glam i loved it you 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 mentioned t rex i didn't experience glam so much and of course no. the Bo- the big bowie hits but, um, my God, singer, from a singer-songwriter standpoint, from, I mean, you name it. I mean, you yeah, know, even I'm, AM I mean, radio music was so amazing. It's just so, so much beautiful recordings and great music. And then came punk and the Talking Heads and you name it. You know, it was just outrageous.
1: I mean, that's, that's, that sounds really... I mean, I, I just discovered yesterday ago that my first... One of my first singers was Mungo uh, Jerry in the Summertime. And uh, Alice Cooper's schools
2: out. You know? Okay, now Mongo Jerry, I think, is from the na- late '60s, as far as
1: I remember. Um, it is '69. I yeah, think. yeah, '69. I, I, mean, I, I, was, I was nine years old. I was eight years. Right. About my first, it was Miguel Rios, "A Song of Joy." It's I okay. see the song of joy. And the, and the second was Mungo Jerry in the summertime. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, a famous song. Alice Cooper. Ah, well, God, you know. I mean, see,
2: I, I, you know, there was so much going on in the 70s that everybody had a different 70s. Um, I missed, I'd say I missed Alice Cooper. I missed Kiss and I missed Glam, except for maybe the Bowie hits. Um, I, you know, it, but then again, I got Patti Smith and I got the Talking Heads and I got Funk yeah. and I got, I got New Wave. And, and also, you know, the, another thing that was going on, jazz rock, fusion. <laughs> you know the fast aldi milo <laughs> and yeah. Jac- jaco pastorius
1: stanley clark
2: stanley clark i mean there's so much going on and um progressive rock
1: uh, uh.
2: uh genesis yes um you know later I mean?
1: marillion, uh, I mean, marillion was yeah oh, i God. mean there
2: was yeah. there was so much happening you know and reggae and bob marley the beginning sure. of, of I, Reggae
1: consciousness. I, I saw I saw him in Cologne. I saw him in Chicago. Isn't that you? Yeah. Here, high yeah. five. <laughs> Rastafari. German. I was it was great. I mean I wasn't. Isn't was it sitting.
2: amazing that you saw Bob Marley live? I saw him live too.
1: I was dancing on the shoulders of a friend of mine, you know, to see him in the Kölner Sporthalle. you know. <laughs>
2: i couldn't believe the amount of people that were there that knew about him and uh, the amount of weed being smoked and you know like teenage white (laughs) girls and then these rastafarian black dudes with big ass spliffs and it was heavy vibe it was a heavy vibe
1: guys beautiful (laughs) that's great it was beautiful dear dear listeners before before we, we, we gonna get in here age restricted I would say we are all we are already through our first uh, show, uh, and I'm so happy to have you here, Kenny. It's great, uh, and I would say so. Thank you very much. And uh, just uh, if you if you want to um, listen to all the stuff, or look into my description, or is there any other possibility like Facebook account or something like this? How they can I'll follow you? I'll send
2: you? what I'll do. that is I'll send you a list of links. Including yeah. some of the music I mentioned, and of course my Facebook and 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 stuff like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so you so can just okay. put all
2: the you can put all the links you know in one go.
1: But I am gonna put it in, into my my under my description, so that's that's uh, not a problem. Yeah, <laughs> Kenny, cool. Thank you very much. Okay. Now um, I'm wondering
2: we may not have time for another twenty minutes because uh, I I, uh, I gotta go in forty. Hang, hang on, I have.
1: First of all, I have to say goodbye. Okay. By Kenny <laughs> thank you <Bye>. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed this thank
2: you very much
1: this is a listener supported show I feel honored if you subscribe to this show you can follow me non-financial with a following click on one of my Instagram accounts or subscribe the visual version of this podcast on YouTube via the link below If you like what you hear, be sure to tune in this Sunday for the third part of this Artitude Audio Triptych. If you want to leave a donation for a coffee or a bus ticket, just follow the donation link via the Artitude Podcast account. Eventually, I would like to thank through this medium all my members and listeners of the I Love West Cork Artists Network from all over the world. Just to remember myself that without you, this year couldn't and wouldn't happen.
0: You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. never so close again ah! That was too close